What's up, y'all? This is Chris Kane here again with the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. I certainly enjoyed the food portion of mine, perhaps a bit too much. And now we spent the better part of this week in the gym trying to get things right. I'm sure a lot of you guys can echo those sentiments. I realized something today. Um, one, it's been like a couple weeks since I did a podcast because I was out of town last week and week before that. Uh, I just didn't do one. And there was some pressure to stay on schedule. I've mentioned this to you guys before that I want to be on a weekly like podcast type schedule. And I realized that I don't always have topics to talk about or people to interview, but we need to keep making podcasts because we want to keep, you know, listeners and that thing going. So there's a pressure to do one. And I realized that I'd rather not do one sometimes and wait for a good topic to come up or for some inspiration to hit me and just do it the right way than just put things out because you need to put things out. This is actually how I feel about social media in general. And this is actually the topic of today's podcast is about what your reach is like on social media. But to even get into that, I have to get into my theory on social media or what my preferences are. Ideally, in a perfect world, I would not be on social media, I think. Um, I don't like what it promotes a lot of times. I don't like the randomness of it. I don't like the distraction nature of it. But I understand it's a necessary evil. And it's unfortunate because as a trainer, as a comic as a entertainer or whatever, you can't do these things legitimately and not have some social presence. It really hampers how you can be seen and what job opportunities are. Like there are a lot of comedy clubs now who only book based on your follows. Hey, I'm I'm funny. Here's a videotape. You got follows? Yeah, like a thousand. No, we're not we're not gonna book you for the show. Doesn't matter if you're funny. And so in an ideal world, I can get famous enough or have enough buzz behind my name that I don't need social media to keep it going. I think that's something I'm aspiring to get to. I don't know if anyone is at that level now. I know J. Cole kind of tried to do something like that. I don't think Denzel really has social media, but you know, he's Denzel, whatever. But that's a goal. And it sounds weird. You would think, oh, the more famous you get, the more followers you should want, the more influence and all that stuff. And I think it's the opposite. I would like to avoid it as much as possible. And if I did do it, I would want to do it righteously. This is my ideal social media world. You should be able to post the things you like, the things you want on the schedule you want and not have the algorithms or not have like your influence drop off. Again, this sounds like some kind of utopia thing, so I get it. But the idea that sometimes you're just like chilling and you see a sunset, you're like, oh, it's a cute sunset, whatever. Oh, man, that's beautiful. Whatever. You take a picture, you just post it. You know, you had a couple hashtag, no filter needed, whatever, whatever. And then you get like 20 likes. But then like the next day, it's like, all right, so people are done with that picture. Now what? And maybe the next day it's a rainy day outside and you don't really want to post a rainy picture because it's dumb. Or you're and like, it's just a weird, it's a weird situation. And I'm, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit because this is how my brain works, one. But also... It's hard to put all the thoughts into words the way I want to, so they have to come out a little jumble sometimes. This is all on the backing of me relaunching my second social media page. As you guys know, I've been sexy comedy since the jump, since Instagram kind of started. And 
I'm infrequent with my posts, maybe one or two a week. And as a result, I have not grown <laughs> in follows for the most part, which is obviously not the goal. But the things I've posted, I feel good about. So it's like, yeah, my profile, my profile is not popping. Let's just let's just be 100 about it. It's not popping. But it is something I feel good about. I don't often have to go through and purge posts. I don't have random selfies. I don't have any like provocative stuff where if my parents or you know pastor or somebody saw it, they'd be like, oh, uh, what is this? I'm like, you know, it was it was hot outside, so my shirt came off. It just so happens that the sun hit my left nipple a certain way. Like it's you know, I I wouldn't be able to like really defend that, but I can defend the posts on my page now. If you told me, if you ask me what's the purpose of the page, is it to like promote yourself or is it to just post random stuff, then I would say it's to promote myself. And then I would also say I haven't done a good job of that. So that's the reality. I'm trying to reconcile. How do you post what you want? How do you do things you like to do, but not necessarily like fall victim to some of the traps and stuff? So I originally had all my stuff on one profile, just sex and comedy. So it's comedy stuff. It's sexy, I guess, it's the gym part. And then just random family stuff. It's a very disjointed account. A lot of randomness going on, but all me, like the entirety of what I am. And I've gotten people who've told me over the years, you got to separate these two worlds, man. Like these are non-related, even though you're the bridge between the two. You should have one that's just for personal training, one that's just for, you know, entertainment. And so I listened and I started this page maybe six months ago. And when I started, I got really into it, just like any new project. I said, man, I'm going to start posting fitness videos. Like, I'm going to be a fitness video guy, you know? I'm in a gym six days a week. It's not that hard to shoot and post stuff. But I see a lot of people who just will post one exercise or something. And I thought, man, that's whack. I'm going to do, like, full-on videos, you know? Like, almost, because at the time, I guess a minute is as long as you can go. So I said, I'm going to do a minute-long video. I'm going to have the audio and the video linked up and you know, do effects. And so I would shoot a video and then spend two to three days editing the video to make it like as sexy as possible. Like I would really, it's a painstaking process, right? You're just sitting there like shaving milliseconds off audio. So when the exercise transitions from one to the next, the beat does as well. And all these little nuances that really will be appreciated, like on a really big scale, but not so much on a small one. And what would happen is I would do all that, post a video and get like, 50 views. Maybe one comment. Yo, cool exercise, bro. Keep up the good work. Or, man, I can do that. Occasionally you get something like, you're so sexy. You got to get one. You got to get one of those just to keep your ego going, right? And I would do all that and I'm like, man, that was like a 50 view video. But I put at least six hours of work into what this is. And is that is that worth the payout? And I did this for maybe 20 or so videos. And a couple would get like maybe 100 views. And I was like, oh man, okay, 100 views. But 100 views is really nothing in the grand scheme of things, especially given the amount of stuff put into it. Also, I didn't have a cohesive plan behind the post. I would just have a client, they would come in, I record them, and just post a video. And so what will happen is sometimes you have the same video two times in a row. Sometimes it's a video followed by two motivational quotes. Sometimes it's just a picture of me. It was just, it, was a, it wasn't good. All right, let's just be honest. It wasn't good. And as a result, I, after all these videos, after all these posts, I had like 100 followers. 
And I was like, man, 100 followers ain't nothing given the gold I'm putting out. And that's, just, that's not even being ego, you know, tistical about the way the videos came out. There was a lot of work that went into it. I felt good about the quality of the work, but it didn't resonate. And so I was advised by my roommate, Justin, to just scrap it, start from scratch. None of this stuff works. <laughs> he, was, he was cold-blooded with it, but I appreciate it. He said, none of this stuff works. Scrap it. Start over. You're going to have a better plan going forward. You have good content, but it doesn't matter. You're posting at the weird times. You have similar, um, what do they call it? Not covers. Like, yeah, the, the, skill, the still of what the exercise is that kind of entices people to watch it. You have the same stills for all the things. You got like three motivational quotes in a row. What are you doing? Scrap all this. Start from scratch. And so I've, I did listen to them, which I didn't want to. So I scrapped it and I started over. And I will post, all I've done is repost things that I posted before with way less effort. So it would just be, like, say, a client, my client Jonathan doing pull ups. But instead of having like some dope military music behind it with all these films, I would just post a video. And the video will get 80, 90 views. And I'm like, well, that's the same, if not more views than it did the first time when I did all this extra stuff behind it. Because I posted maybe a little bit earlier in the day. Or it was following another video that had a, a female client of mine. So the videos looked different side by side. And it was just like, these videos are now, people are telling me, man, these are, these are dope videos, man. Yo, great exercise, man. You're killing it. And I'm like, I already posted all these things. You guys, you guys haven't, you guys don't remember seeing this video six months ago? This exact same video. It's not even like doctored. It's literally the same video. And it was like, man, was I doing too much before? Is it, you know, the fact that I'm being more minimal now? Is it that I have more direction? That it's making more sense? It's very exhaustive, very uh, annoying process. But they also have this thing where when you're trying to promote something, they ask you. Do you want to reach more people? And I found the word reach to be significant because they could have just said, do you want more people to see it? Do you want more views? Do you want more notoriety? Because those are all things associated with it. The word reach has a, I guess, an added meaning behind, if you're reaching for something, you're trying to grab something, right? Like you don't just reach indiscriminately, you're reaching to grab something. And so the goal of this, I guess, when you want to reach people, you want to grab them. You want to grab their attention. You want to grab their conscience, their, you know, their wonderment, for, I guess, for lack of a better word. And that's what social media is, I think, in a nutshell. It's everyone trying to reach other people for some purpose, which led me to this point. And this is really the... I guess the apex of what the podcast is, it's we're all reaching for somebody. But once you grab the people, what is it you have to say? What is it you're bringing to the table? That once you actually got it, all right, hey, I got your attention. Now what? And I think for the most people, it's just, it hasn't been thought through. I think a lot of people on social media just want to reach people. I just want views. I just want to be seen. It just is notoriety at this point. But there's no overarching goal. I've asked people who are selfie people or people who, you know, their their posts seem to be just, you know, I don't know, they, they don't seem to have any direction behind it. And I ask them, hey, you know, I'm, I'm an outside viewer. 
So maybe I don't get the vision of what you're doing. Why did you post X, Y, and Z? And they'll just be like, I don't know. I just wanted to. And say, okay, in an ideal world, what would have happened with this post? Would this post have gone viral, made you more famous? Um, were you just looking for attention, which is fine? Were you just bored and just started posting stuff? And then when under scrutiny, I guess a lot of people just say, I don't know, I just kind of want to post something, which I guess is fine, too. That's not really my purpose um, to just post stuff. I would like the post to be purposeful. And so I had to do the same examination of myself. Ask them those same questions, those hard-hitting, what are you doing this for questions. I ask myself the same questions. Why do you post the comedy stuff you post? Why are you posting the fitness stuff you post? And what is it your goal? Is your goal to be recognized as a good trainer? Is your goal to be a famous celebrity trainer? Is your goal to just big up your clients? Like It's a, it's a lot of elements to it. And the truth is, all those things are included. Um, I went through this phase, and you can call it a phase, where I posted maybe 15 different videos of my one client, Steve. Steve is, or was, well over 400 pounds when he became my client. So he's, he's a great story, to the point where we couldn't even put him on a treadmill because the treadmill maximum weight is 400 pounds. And, but Steve is a dope dude, though. Awesome man. Like He's a big guy. He's like 6'4", 430 pounds when I met him. He's a big guy. And he's he's a dope dude. Everyone likes him. Very jovial. But, you know, he wanted to be in better shape. He had many trainers, and they didn't really resonate with him. And his family wasn't really in great shape either. And so there was a lot of things going on there. And we started working out, and I was like, man, you're pretty mobile for a big dude. Your form's not bad. You just, you know, got bad eating habits and emotional scars and stuff. And so I started putting videos together of him. So that he can show his people. That was really the biggest goal of that. Um, so he can show his people, listen, man, I'm working. Like you guys think, man, Steve, you gotta lose weight. He's like, I mean, I, I'm working. Here's the proof. Here's my video of me pulling ropes and slamming stuff and you know, picking up heavy boxes. I'm, I'm working, I'm doing this. And what happened is that people started seeing it on my end, on his end, and they were encouraging him. Yo, Steve, keep up the good work, keep up the good work. And his parents and relatives could see it on their end because they don't live in our city. And they can see that he's working. And so they became an encouragement thing. So I kept posting to kind of make the encouragement thing go. Now, he's an outlier. That's not the case of most of my clients. Like, even if they want to lose weight, they're not four bills. Like, that's a, that's, a, that's a rare situation. But I have other clients who I just want people to see, I guess, whatever clever exercise I came up with. Because that's a big part of what we do is trying to think outside the box but still work the same joints and ligaments and muscles the same way that we do as trainers. And I wanted some attention and notoriety for that. I mean, I've been a trainer for over a decade. I think I'm good at it. So there's that part. And then I've you know, recently started training someone of some influence. And so them tagging me and posting me in our workout videos actually shot up my notoriety almost immediately. It was like, oh, shout out to my trainer. You know, Chris Kane, and I look down, I have 25 new followers. I'm like, oh, shit, that's, <laughs> that's dope. And you don't know how, I don't know how Hollywood works for real. I, don't, I guess I don't know if anyone really does. I do know that one connection can springboard you into a, a number of other ones. You can know one person that knows two people, and they know three, and then it's kind of the tree effect, right? And so training this one person of influence, 
they obviously know other people. And so if you get that person to shape, they keep posting about you, raving about you. At some point, they're like, yo, man, does your trainer have time to train somebody else? You know, what are his rates? Yada, yada. And then it's like, yo, he's dope. Hit him up. And then now you have two people of some influence. And then you can just start branding yourself as, you know, your favorite celebrity trainer guy. So all those things are a part of it. But it's 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 taking me out of my comfort zone on some level in terms of having to put myself out there and put content out there because to do those things that I want to do, it requires some level of consistency. I can't post a video once every five days and then expect people to be like, yo, that guy's, you know, an authority on fitness, right? Like there's, there's, there's a disconnect there. So to achieve the things I want to achieve, you have to get outside the comfort zone, but to get out of the comfort zone, means going against, I guess, some level of my own code. And that's it's a weird, you know, it's a weird internal struggle. Uh, what the game is now, I guess, is trying to find a way to post more, to be more active, to be more out there, but also still post what you want, still be true to you, you know, don't be hacky. Uh, I guess in this case, I don't have to be naked on the gram. I don't know if that works as well for guys. I know it works for women, but I don't think it works as well for guys. A lot of guys on the gram have abs better than mine or bigger muscles than me. So I don't see the point in me showing off my my biceps when if you just type in hashtag biceps, you start seeing like, you know, Lou Ferrigno, Arnold Schwarzenegger type dudes. And it's like, yeah, why is that? What's that black dude posting biceps for? He really he really shouldn't be here. Um, but what I want overall, and this even applies to this podcast, is... I want to put what I do out into the world because I think the work I do is good. It's that simple. And to get the most amount of recognition for the things that I do, that's, I think that's the, the, in a nutshell, why I even, I do the podcast. I, I mentioned before, this came about because I wanted to help as many people as possible. But I realized I only live in a certain area. But many people have the same afflictions, the same conflicts, the same struggles. And so if you can reach out to a number of people and they can hear this, I know there are other people going through what I'm talking about right now. Maybe they don't have the same exact situation where their trainer is trying to get a little empire off the ground or what have you. But I know there are people who are trying to find the line between being real, being visible, and then, like, being on trend. Like, it's, it's a weird... Like, we all respect the musical artists who stay true to their craft. And, you know, like the Anthony Hamilton, Sade, you know, they, these type artists were like, yeah, man, they're real artists. They didn't sell out to the game, yada, yada. But I'm sure on some level, and they haven't really, you know, sold out. So I guess maybe they're cool where they are. I'm sure on some level, the idea that I would like to sell out Madison Square Garden, as opposed to this 2,000-seat theater, appeals to them. Not enough to compromise themselves, but on some level, it's like, I wish I was accepted enough and loved enough and respected for my craft enough that I can do what I'm doing at the level I'm doing it and then get the notoriety that the people who sell out are getting. I think there's, there's some level of that. Someone, I guess, who's done the best job of that's like Adele. Adele's probably the best example I can think of 
where, listen, you come to my concert, it's going to be me at a piano singing. Get ready. It takes going to be $100 each, if not way more. I guess they get more expensive than that. $100 each. I'm at a piano. I'm singing sad songs. You're probably going to cry. Book it. And people will just rave. Now, but it's Adele's a rare talent, right? But it's it's a struggle I know other people have. Mine, this sounds like, I guess, a first world problem. Like, man, I'm trying to get my social media popping, but I don't want to be naked on the gram, man. Like, it's, yeah, I'm sure there's some poo-pooing of that, and I can't refute that, I guess. There's some first world stuff, stuff going on there. But the purpose of the podcast, the purpose of my social media account, the purpose, I guess, of my person, generally, when I'm around people, I want them to enjoy my company. And I want them to get some benefit from it. I don't want anyone to know me and be around me and not feel a benefit from being around me. Usually because I'm a comic and I, you know, that's my cure-all. I want to make the world laugh or whatever. I would like to get you to laugh, make you feel good. Because there's a lot of pain out there. There's a lot of misery. And if someone can just, even for a moment, take away some of that and make you feel good, then it's like, all right, well, that was worth it, even for the moment. And so that's my real life persona. And then training wise, the same thing. I want to cure obviously your physical ills, but there's always a a kind of goofy therapeutic aspect to my training as well because I know how important that part is. And so it's not just making you do push-ups and sit-ups and crunches. It's about making you feel good while you do it and then making sure we're on the right plan going forward and make sure you enjoy the process and you enjoy what my vision for you is. And then I guess with the podcast is to put my ideas and thoughts out to the world in a bigger scope and hope that it hits people. I was approached recently by a listener who I didn't know was a listener, which is amazing, actually. Um, just came up to me and said, man, I I love your podcast on this topic, yada, yada. And my first thought wasn't like, yeah, I know that's some dope stuff I put out. It was like, Oh, I didn't know you were even listening. Because I don't know how to check the analytics to know who the listeners are. So I'm not tech savvy, really. So I don't know a lot of times how many people are listening or who are listening. So when I heard that, it was like, wow, you heard what I said. That's amazing. And then you enjoyed it. That's cool, too. And then you got something from it that you can apply to your life. That was the most amazing. And it wasn't you know, like some kind of grandiose pat my back thing. It was like, that's what the purpose is. That's what my goal is in this. And I get, you know, these hit-ups, you know, maybe every few weeks, every month or so, someone say, hey, man, I really enjoyed that podcast. So, yeah, man, I like your topic. And I'm like, oh, man, that's that's awesome. It's like, I'm going to apply that to my life. And he's like, you are? Oh, amazing. And even if one podcast only applies to one person, I guess that's ineffective on on some level but if the goal is to reach people and to make them feel something to make them you know adjust an aspect of their life then even only one person doing that is achieving what the goal is and i guess the bigger i get and more notoriety i I achieve the larger my reach gets and i guess those numbers will go up as well and so then that brings us to the social media thing Social media seems to be the fastest way and quickest way to get to the people. And so, you know, we're trying to figure out what's the best way to touch the people. Hit them with whatever my truth, whatever 
my realness is or what have you and get them to actually accept it without feeling like I'm being pimped out by the gram or by Facebook or I don't do Snap and the rest of that stuff. So I don't even know how those things even work for real. But it's a interesting thing to think about. Like, I guess as a general synopsis, what what are you reaching for? And then once you grab it, what is it you want people to feel or see or get from what you're putting out? And then I guess you got to ask your question, ask yourself the question, is it working or, you know, if it's not working, are you willing to change it or are you just going to be true to yourself? It's a lot of introspective questions here, but the basic one is who are you reaching and, you know, once once you get them, what are you trying to give them? I'm trying to give you guys knowledge on some levels, uh, maybe a different perspective for sure. Maybe some call to action if you've been kind of stagnant on something and you've just been kind of waiting for something to kind of give you a little boost. I'm hoping that goes through as well. But ultimately, I'm trying to give you as much of me as I can. I don't I don't know how all the aspects of my brain works or how all the connections come together. So I just have to kind of stream of consciousness as things out sometimes. And I'm hoping that it makes sense in the end. And if it does, then, you know, it achieves its desired effect. If you've listened to previous podcasts, I always say at the end, you know, hey, tell your friends, tell your family about it, and thank you for listening, yada, yada. And there's no pressure there, though. I would like you to do it because you like what you're listening to. If you don't like it, then, you know, still tell people. <laughs> Just because you don't like it doesn't mean nobody else will. But if I say that because I don't, maybe you can reach people that I can't. And it's possible that the message doesn't hit you for real. And you tell your friend or your coworker or your relative or whatever, and they hear it and it does hit them. And so I'm like a you know degree of separation away from them, but the message is still pure and it still got to them. I like the idea of what that is. And I'm going to keep asking you guys to do that. I'm going to keep leaning on you guys because word of mouth and sharing and reposting is a big part of how social media works in the first place. That's how any story gets traction and gets popping if someone posts it people say oh that's a cool story they repost it and people are like oh man what's that about and they just it just keeps going so i'm going to keep asking you guys to repost tell your friends uh subscribe if you haven't leave reviews um even if you leave a one-star review that'll hurt <laughs> that hurt my ego a little bit i'm like ow that that was rough but at least you know at least you said something and i can deal with the consequences but I really do appreciate you guys for being an audience and listening in the first place. This is, on some level, unofficial therapy for me as well. But I'm hoping that it's the same for you guys. And if you feel that way, then tell people, post stuff, you know, repost. And hopefully this will help all of us make our lives a little bit better. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. Deuces.